Welcome to this Talk at Home podcast. This podcast will feature the stories of 40 freelancers and people working from home during the coronavirus crisis. One conversation every day for 40 days. My dear Sharla, welcome to the, to the Stuck at Home podcast. Thank you. So great to hear from you and um, I want to know what you're thinking about all of this. So please let me know. I mean, tell us first where you are and, yeah, and how are you dealing with this new situation? How has it changed you or your routine or, you know, let's start about all that. All right. Well, I am well and happy. I'm doing fine. Um, I'm currently in Portland, Oregon, where I've been living for about two years now, um, strictly on an entrepreneurial um, pursuit. <laughs> um, but this whole COVID reality has been, um, yeah, flabbergasted. <laughs> Um, my family's from New Orleans and what month was it? So I grew up in California and then I, um, I was on a military base and then we moved up to Spokane, Washington. So I never have lived in New Orleans and my mom and dad's side, all my family's down there. And so I've never had Mardi Gras or like jazz fest experiences, da, 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 da. Long story short, during March, when Mardi Gras is about or you know Mar February March Mardi Gras for my family we have a huge crawfish boil down in New Orleans um, for Easter so I was looking at tickets and at the same time this is when the coronavirus started to get more attention um, and I saw a ticket to New Orleans for $195 round trip which is insane from the Pacific Northwest so I went down And during that time, um, it was my grandpa's 90th birthday, and I believe it was March 12th or 13th, I received an email from a company called Knowles, National Outdoor Leadership School, super rad company that I did an 80-day expedition with last fall. We did um, 30 days of backpacking, mountaineering, two weeks of sailing, uh, like nearly three weeks of rock climbing at Smith Rock and then 10 days of coastal backpacking on, in the Olympic Peninsula in Washington. Uh, uh. Yeah, and I ended up, I feel so blessed, Diablo. Like I got, I was encouraged to apply, ended up getting hired to be an outdoor leader, for, an outdoor guide for the company, which is so, so exciting. Like just so exciting and life-changing. Um, But all of that training, my woofer, wilderness first responder, my um, my technical and professional training, and then my rock climbing seminar training, all of that got canceled um, until 2021. <laughs> so, so right. So I was in New Orleans at the time. Um, was reading on the internet, like, okay. Should I wear a mask on the flight? All of this stuff. Because I was, you know, in the airport seeing people with gloves and masks. And I'm, anyway. Um, when we did Peace Boat Diablo, I don't know if you know this, small tangent. Um, 
I don't recommend future teachers, but I just want to share with you my mindset of like, uh, what's the severity of what we're going through? Um, Peace felt we had to get a flu shot, and long story short, I didn't get one. Nicho was like, Sharla, right before we got on, he's like, Sharla, do not get sick. <laughs> and his eyes were wide, and I just was, I had all this confidence in my head of like, of my massage therapist words, um, Ella, she was like, Sharla, you're young, keep your immune system strong you know how to take care of yourself. And I was like, I do, you know? And, um, you know, the flu broke out on Peace Boat. I didn't get sick. So anyway, I was just thinking about that as I was getting back on this flight and I'm like, how severe is this? Da, da, da. I am not advocating to not wear a mask and get it on a flight. But it, I was just in this phase of like, what's happening um, in our country? <laughs> you know, um, now this Japanese culture of wearing a mask um, and I say that because, you know, I lived there for five years. Now all, yeah. um, all these Americans are wearing masks. And um, anyway, it's just been um, crazy because I was trying to go back to New Orleans. I know that sounds crazy because I found another ticket for $74. And I wanted to go back to that crawfish boil. Um, that is my all-time all favorite food. That's my family. And long story short, I didn't go. That's when this huge peak in the coronavirus um, is just insane. And, yeah, and how is the how is the virus hitting the Pacific Northwest right now? Okay, so oh man, I just I, my heart goes out to people in Seattle. Um, Seattle in the area is by far the worst. Um, and Oregon, you know, we have a little bit, but it's not nearly as bad as up there in Seattle. Um, Seattle, you know, being close to the water, um, but also just, um, I guess, a lot more flights in and out of, um, you know, China, Japan, Korea, mm. you know, California is not too far. So anyway, um, but yeah, it's not, um, yeah, it's not just crazy, just crazy. Yeah, Seattle or New York, but uh, I I'm guessing that everyone's in lockdown right now. Yes, um, you know, we can, um, I feel like, so I pretty much read all of a bunch of articles every morning, um, and to my belief, Oregon isn't as, how should I say it, so I'm not like promoting the wrong or saying the wrong thing, but like, you know, I'll go to a, a Mount Tabor and people are walking around or keeping our social distance. Um, the beaches are closed down that I usually surf at, but you can go to like the open public beach um, and still be able to walk around. Anyway, there's, it's, there's like ways around getting outside in a way that's like not necessarily this non, um, you're getting a, an essential object at like um, the grocery store going to the bank or something. Um, anyway, so it's like, um, you know, some store, some businesses have takeout, you know, some places you can go inside. So I don't know compared to other cities, if it's like no restaurants are doing takeout, you know what I mean? So that's where I'm yeah. like, I don't know if Oregon's a little different, but we're, um, like at least where I am, you know, new seasons is rocking with the, with their, um, their cleanliness it's just that's the grocery store I feel really good going to um 
time out. I just, yeah. I, I like all of the fresh air I can get. So. Yeah, and right now your your work and we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording. Uh, you are planning to, you know, to devote a lot of energy and things uh, like resources into this work that is outside, right? Like you, you want to spend as much time as possible on the the outdoors and things like that. So I'm wondering, how are you thinking about that, considering that right now everybody's supposed to be, you know, as much as they can indoors. So yeah, how are your thoughts on that? Like, I know that, of course, you are a tremendous traveler. You're going here and there. So like, how are you thinking about all of those things? That right now, everything is kind of like, stop. Yeah. <clears throat> so... I am, as I was talking about earlier, I'm super focused and I'm really honing down on my vision. Um, with a health and wellness practice where I've taught yoga, done massage therapy, um, coaching over the phone and online, I basically am, I'm so passionate about Mother Nature, our planet, gorgeous sights and outdoor activities. And From my biased experience of um, during my time living in Japan, I started um, getting into meditation. And from that experience, I then went to a meditation center for nine months. And in my health and wellness journey and also just professional and personal studies, stress is basically my niche um, stress is can be healthy but stress and that certain pace that we live at in the city um, is killing us and we forget about that we don't really look at the statistics and how it's related to heart disease and other things but what I'm trying to get at is it is my utmost duty in life Diablo to take people outside and what I'm so excited about is the stillness that nature can bring. And when you do isolate yourself, but in a specific natural environment that brings down, um, you're away from the material world. You're away from Wi-Fi. Like uh, literally on a visceral neurological level, you have a different vibration. And to have the opportunity to practice yoga in that setting, and more so, my love is sitting or walking whatever but meditating and and it's not just about sitting and not doing anything you can meditate in many ways but what i'm so excited about diablo is there's a device that i'm so eager to buy it's called muse and it's a little headband that basically takes an analysis of your meditation. They also have options for like, to help you go through a guided meditation. But anyway, I have a good colleague from school, Will Giardino. He is a neuroscientist at Stanford University and he is full on willing to help me analyze the data that I gather from these headbands. And so on my own personal level to use these headbands in an outdoor setting and show my findings, share my findings with Will and others 
but then propose this and share this with corporate groups and really start to implement this to bring people from the city during a coronavirus is a whole nother situation because of the limitations right but um simply as my focus and what I want to do and how I want to do it it's outside and so with this time of the coronavirus I feel more exposed to nature now than if I were still doing massage therapy and on my computer and and just the whole normal life right um I feel like I'm embracing even in the inner city more of walking around Mount Tabor and finding a green space and being like oh fresh air like oh the breeze feels like this you know I feel more in tune in a way yeah yeah it's kind of, it's kind of weird I think that also here for example in Mexico and in other places that I've uh, talked to people they can go outside for a little bit you know like you can it is actually recommended for your mental health right now to you know kind of take a break from being you know inside your four walls and yes try to get some sunlight and try to get your feet on the ground and walk a little bit because that's so important for our mental health and for just being you know like a little happier amongst all of this lot of negative negativity coming from the news that's crazy but yeah. as, as, as you said right now that you are very you know you're like a student of um of stress like you know what things alleviate stress and mm-hmm. how to leverage it even if it's a if it's a positive thing to do so what would you recommend people do during this time other than of course going outside and trying to find you know respect and social distancing and everything but trying to go outside but what other things would you recommend in terms of handling stress during this time I love this question <laughs> Thank you for asking that. It's beautiful. Um, I love talking about this. So to give a teeny little um, understanding of my practice, I love the nervous system. And we got fight or flight. We got rest or digest, right? I love the practice of anything bringing down that high vibe, any kind of anxious agitation, if you're shaking or your nervous energy, shaking your leg, um, or holding your breath or breathing really fast. We do all of the, these things when we're um, stressed or focused or just in our fast pace. My number one thing that I love starting off with is breath work. And focusing the breath work, not from the chest, but you focus it, whether you want to do it from the gut, the belly button, focus right there. I like to think about it right at my rib cage, right where the diaphragm attaches to your ribs. And I know not everyone's an anatomy nerd like me, but when you take even three mindful, deep breaths, you can really change the state of your mind, but also on a physiological level, a vibration. And, you know, some people, um, you know, 
rushing to a yoga class, you're in traffic or you're rushing and you're trying to get there, put your mat down. And there's a vibration of fight or flight going on that a lot of us don't realize. A lot of us have lived the day with it, maybe even higher. But if you have that opportunity in class to just settle and set and be with a teacher and they take you through a few breaths and a meditation, that transition is undeniable. So that is my long answer to say, start with breath work. Preferably do it outside. (laughs) And my second recommendation for, honestly, at this time is creativity. Do something with your hands or do something, do something new, but learn something new and be creative. Um, And that could be trying a new recipe. That could be going out in the garden and just getting your hands in the dirt. That's a really Taurus thing for me to say. But, you know, garden or like do an outdoor project or like me the other day, I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm the best example. I was finally, I have a dream to build my own A-frame cabin. I finally had um, a cordless drill in my hand with some nails or what are they called? Screws. (laughs) And I was just practicing drilling, you know, Um, and it felt so good and so rewarding. So I just, you know, for stress reduction, breath work and creativity at this time, get your mind off things. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. I think a lot of people will really appreciate those two things because I've been talking uh, to, you know, uh, around 30 or so people right now. And all of them, they're kind of like uh, talking about how they are dealing with their stress. Like there's no conversation where stress and anxiety has not come up. And I think I that know. it's good to have this these pointers, right? Like a lot of people are kind of lost in how to deal. They, they kind of default to the way um, they usually, I mean, in their mind, treat their anxiety or their stress. And it's usually distracting, right? Like getting distracted with some show or some yeah. movie or Netflix or whatever it is. But- well, what I like to say, not and sorry to interrupt, but two things is we like to binge or numb ourselves whether it's through online shopping, whether it's through alcohol, whether it's through recreational drugs, whether it's through gossiping, whether it's through venting about work, like there, there's a quantum mechanics going on, right? And when you, you're at that, you have that vibration of stress on a mental, physical, or emotional level. And stress, I love this. I've found questionnaires that show stress from a customer service level of stress might not even be in the working environment. It could just be the constant conversation over the phone, you know, and how draining that is. And um, anyway, I'm sorry to have cut you off, but I'm just so passionate that people forget and we live that it's okay to be stressed out and drained. And that's why I'm so passionate about it because it's not okay and it doesn't feel good there you go <laughs> no, no no that's great i was just going to say that like sometimes we just numb ourselves and try to not think about it but uh, we should rather think of it uh something that we can work on and 
and accept that it's in there and then try to work it out, for example, with breathwork or with, yeah, like meditation. Most people are, are recommending meditation for a million things and a lot of other people don't really know where to start. But breathwork is a very good, very good um, pointer and people should look that up. And the creativity thing that you said, I, I love that because I think that that is a perfect way to, to feel you are actually doing something about how you feel because that's what creativity is. It's not necessarily creating something or representing something that is as a city in the world, but rather how you see it inside yourself, right? Like even drilling, that that's like a little signature of what you're doing on the wall, right? Or drawing or making a song or learning an instrument. All those things are little things that can, you know, like, try to make us more creative towards expressing ourselves in, in a different way. So, yes. so like that, those are really good, good, good pointers. Thank you very much for doing that. You're welcome. And I want to say this because some people will say, well, I'm not creative. I, I can't even draw a straight line or whatever. But, and from what you just said, this just popped up in my mind is that creativity can simply be a brain dump. And not everyone wants to do a brain dump, but I took this from Tony Robbins, and I won't say this, um, go into a long tangent, but to just take a page or a half a page, a post-it note, to consistently wake up or sometime in your morning, you write whatever comes in your mind and it comes out on that pen. Put it on that piece of paper and you don't stop. And to look back on it in a few days, five days a week, it's really interesting because A, you start to see patterns, you get to reflect on where you're at, but you also, like for me, I realized I look forward to it because I feel like all of, not I feel like, all of my entrepreneurial ideas and just thoughts or just visions or feeling within of just excitement, I put it down. And that's, it's a creative process that I otherwise wouldn't document. It's like this cycle that's just like, blah, 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 blah. so anyway, I just wanted to say creativity could just simply be putting whatever is in your head of the current, your current situation and writing it down a post it. And I don't know. I just, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Good. Thank you very much. I think we, um, we're going to leave it there for now. Arla. Okay. I'm, I'm really happy that. You were, you were able to take the time uh, to talk to, to whoever is listening. Uh, I think this is a, a good way to also, as you just said, like document things and then go back and look at them and see, no, I learned from them. This is, this is also that. This little project is yeah. documenting what people are thinking right now. And maybe in six months, a year, we can look back and, and see and hear what we were thinking. So, so much, Carla. You're welcome. You're welcome. My pleasure.